Hey guys, what's up? Uh, thank you for watching on the town with Tanya. Yes, it is true. I'm late <laughs> starting, uh, but lots going on. Uh, so I'm not going to keep you long today. Um, but the first thing I think I'm going to start out with is uh, RIP to Greg Leakes. Uh, if you watch uh, Housewives of Atlanta, Nene Leakes' husband, uh, he has passed away, unfortunately, of colon cancer. Uh, he had stage three, it came back. Uh, and unfortunately he lost the battle. So RIP to him, his family, uh, and to Miss Leakes. Um, that's a hard battle. Uh, and as we think about that, I always wonder about um, colonoscopies and, uh, you know, um, more importantly also is, um, you know, how we eat. Um, what things are we eating? Um, because uh, I know while they say some things are hereditary, um, and that, you know, you should do this and do that. Um, you know, I think about what are we doing? Uh, what are we eating? What's going on with, you know, what we're doing physically? Uh, we are what we eat is what I say. So while we don't like to hear that, I don't like to hear that because, uh, you know, I go for a good old chocolate bar once in a while. Uh, but overall, you know, we have to start doing better in our eating habits. You know, are you eating lots of meat? Um, you know, and never doing any detoxing, you know, um, I'm a firm believer. I don't believe in like all the other colon cleansers, whatever they have. I don't know what they have, the, the water irrigation. I don't believe in none of that, but I do believe in detoxing your body at least once a year. And that's to get all that gook uh, off the colon walls, get all that stuff out, all the clogged arteries up, you know, whatever it is, you know, that you can help your body. I've I'm a firm believer in that. But more importantly, I'm big lately on uh, the plant-based eating. It's just appearing to me to be the best thing to do. May not be for you, but for me, it's the best thing to do. So that's where I'm at. Uh, so RIP to Greg uh, and to everybody out there, especially African-American uh, who, who happen to be, of course, what else? We're the most affected by this uh, and other things and 500 other things. So with that being said, we must watch what we eat. That is a fact, okay? Uh, you don't have to be a doctor to know that. Uh, we, we, you know, we're succumbing to all these things that are that are what I would call um, probably um, avoidable. I'll say that. And, and that's only depending on how our parents raise us, what they fed us, and what we go into and eat just like they did. So if we got diabetes and high blood pressure, well, if your mama had it and your grandma had it, you'll probably have it too. Why? Because you probably do the same things they do. How much you want to bet we all uh, season our fried chicken the same way? I want to bet. Will you get that Lowry's out? What? Okay. Now, some of y'all got a little spices you add in it that makes, you know, helps it out a little something. But overall, we probably do our collard greens the same. You know, like if I make collard greens, um, I do them with, I used to do them with smoked turkey neck. Now that I'm vegetarian, I got to come up with a whole new plan. So that's kind of going to be weird. Uh, but I still like, my, I'm I'm a type of person. I, I'm not even a big um, seasoned person anymore because I realize uh, their synthetic seasonings, bad. Uh, and I'm I, and my personal opinion is, I believe dementia um, has something, something's wrong with uh, processed food, something we're eating that's, you know, because it's your brain and your brain's going. So I'm just always thinking like, and that's just me. That's not medically proven. That's just my thought that it has to have something to do with how we ate and what we eat and chemicals and toxins were around because there's something in your brain that's stopping your memory. So I can't imagine that being just because, you know, you're not born that way, right? 
So that's just my guess. So with that being said, I try not to get synthetic. Um, I said synthetic. I'm saying the wrong word. You know what I'm saying. I try not to get GMO, uh, genetic, mo genetically modified, uh, anything with chemicals in it. I don't even like frozen fruit, fruit foods and stuff. I don't even. I like everything fresh from the farm. If it's not out of <laughs> I'd rather go 14 days with no food, quite frankly, than to have something out of a bag if I had, if I have a choice. Do I eat at restaurants sometimes? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Because I'm not so, uh, I know, retentive about it that I'll be like, I'm not going to eat nothing and I'm not going to, I'm not going to ever do anything. I'm not that person. Hey, Grandma Norma, what's up? Oh, thank you. Hey, Joe, what's up? Oh my God, you're back. By the way, your daughter's beautiful, Joe. Um, good job. Uh, but yeah, I'm not so retentive that I'm like, I'm just going to never do anything. I know this. I'm trying to get to that state, but um, I'd say I'm 96%, 95, 95 or 96% good compared to the average American. You know, uh, the average American, if you compared their diet to mine, you'd be like, whoa, they're off base. So I've done well because I'm learning better. When you learn better, you do better. If you don't know any better, can't do any better, right? So I know uh, the foods they ate, my grandparents gave them heart disease. I already know that. So with that being said, I know I'm already preceptible, I guess they want to say, whatever, uh, to all that. And I get it. Um, but I try my best and that's all I can do. So I'm trying to do the vegan thing. Well, see, people say I'm not vegan because even though I don't eat dairy, um, I think they said because I will uh, buy, I, I'm a vintage shopper. So I like everything from the thrift shop. Uh, so, but I will buy leather shoes. So... I'm not a vegan because of that, which is stupid, but whatever. Uh, I consider myself a vegan. I don't care what they say, but they say vegetarian, but I'm like, I don't eat dairy, uh-huh, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Either way, uh, I just think that'll be better at my age for my colon, and I'm trying to live as long as I can. Doesn't mean I will, but I'm trying. Uh, so what else I want to talk to you guys today about? Uh, so I don't know if you guys know, I always like to find some good news stories. So let me share one with you. All right. Watch my screen as I share one with you about this dad, uh, this foster dad who is friggin' awesome. Okay. Let me see which story comes up first. Um, let me see which one I got. Foster dad. Here we go. All right. Let's see if I got this one first. There we go. Can you see that on my screen? All right. So, um, this guy is awesome. Uh, because, uh, can you hear me, Joe? D Joe, put in the chat if you can hear me. I just want somebody, Norma, put in the chat if you can hear me. Just say yes. I want to see if you can hear me. Uh, let's see. Um, so this guy, can you hear me? Let me see, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Tell me if you can hear me, guys. Mm, no? Yes, you can. Okay, good. All right, so this guy, his name is Peter uh, Mutabazi, Okay. And he understands what it means to be given a second chance. Okay. So I did get the story from today. Yes, it's true. Uh, hi, Jennifer. You can hear me. <laughs> hi. Uh, thank you, Jen. So this guy, he was born in Uganda uh, and he had a very abusive father and he ran away when he was 10 years old. Um, he said he struggled on the streets until a good Samaritan actually took him in, which is awesome. Uh, so he said his childhood was very difficult, um, but, uh, but, you know, it gave him empathy. So that's what he told uh, Hoda, uh, what's her name, Hoda Colt on today. That's what he told her. So whatever. Uh, but after attending college in the United, uh, United Kingdom, he moved to the U.S. to work for World Vision, which is a nonprofit that helps children. Uh, and he wanted to create a safe home for children, uh, something that he didn't have as a child. So he began being a foster parent in 2017. 
um, which is pretty cool because um, he's fostered over uh, 13 children. Let me stop the screen. Yeah, he's fostered over 13 children, which is awesome. Uh, and you know, how can you uh, how can you say no to that? That's uh, that's everything. There's so many kids out here that need a home. Uh, and I always think about it too. People say, well, haven't you fostered? I said, well, I have a little awkward situation. I only haven't did it because A, I don't have the space. Um, and B, I like to move around too much. I can't have nothing hold me down. So that's been my problem with that. But I help foster kids, as you know, with foster kids tonight. Uh, in that way, if kids that are already in college, I like to help kids that aged out because they don't usually have a support system. So that's really my, that's my way of giving back, uh, which is very helpful, believe it or not. It's, it's, it's real easy when you got somebody, you know, in a state paying money to help you, whatever. But when you leave and you run into a problem, it's five seconds from homelessness. Uh, and I know cause I've been homeless three times. I know I don't look like it, but I have been homeless three times. Even when I was homeless, nobody believed I was homeless. They were like, yeah, okay. What are you doing with that Chanel jacket? I was like, listen, that's from my modeling days, you know? So, so, you know, and I knew where to take showers. Like I knew, I learned things from the people on the street that really helped me. I stayed away from drugs and alcohol, which really helped me a lot. And I, I always thought that that was a lot of people's downfall, either mental illness or um, they were, um, you know, using drugs. And and I gotta say, I thank God I made some very good contacts. I'm very good at meeting people um, and knowing right away which category to put them in, uh, keeper or not keeper. <laughs> and luckily for me, I've never been wrong yet. If I, I know a good soul when I meet one, uh, and uh, for some reason, God always sends me angels. He always has, I mean, when I tell you some situations I've been in, you'd be like, no way, you got out of that. I mean. I mean, I've even I've even been on a bus with a serial killer. Okay, sat right across from him, and I knew he was a serial killer. But I was like, how do you tell somebody that? Uh, and I, no one even to this day, no one even cared, uh, and no one even know except for me and the lady that was on the bus that probably read the paper from the L.A. Times. It was like that's the guy that was sitting on the bus with us, and I was like, I know, but nobody knows he had an identical twin. So I've I've been to some serious situations. Um, that no one would ever, I mean, I'm trying to write it in my book because I'm like, nobody would believe this even happened. Only people that have been there with me would be like, oh yeah, I remember when there was a serial killer in California in the eighties that was, you know, unfortunately killing young teen, runaway teenagers and drop shopping their body and move, um, throwing them off an Aeroflin mansion or something like that. It was crazy times. It was crazy in the eighties, crazy. Uh, and so I've been through some hard, crazy times, but you know what? An angel always, always was on my back every time. I cannot tell you, <laughs> I can tell you stories. I could write a book on stories of Tanya's adventures and you'd be like, this is like an adventure book because, and it really happens. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. But all I can tell you as a former foster child is uh, it, it really helps when you have someone that helps you when, when you've aged out. Cause that's when you need the most help. You know, when you're in the system, it's easy to get a lawyer, get a CASA and say, hey, they're not they're not advocating for me. They're not giving me what I need. You, If you're in a foster care system and you're still in and you haven't aged out, you can get lawyers, you can get a team, you can get all that. But when you've aged out and signed that paper and said bye-bye, guess what? Ain't nobody coming to help you. Nobody's coming, unless you get lucky. Like sometimes we have some really good social workers out there that go in above and beyond, sort of like this guy. I mean, this guy, he worked for a nonprofit organization. That's how he heard probably about the foster kids. And he was like, wow, you know, I'm sitting around here and I got a house, so I not help these kids. Uh, and so that's how he ended up. So that's usually how it works. And I know plenty of social workers that adopted, which is awesome. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, 
do what you can, you know? So if you know somebody who's in foster care and they're in college and they aged out, you might want to say, you know, let me see if they have anywhere to go for the holidays. Maybe they don't, you know, it's all they can do is say, no, thank you. Uh, I have some, I'm going to my friend's house. That's it. Don't feel insulted. I've had foster kids do that. I open my, I used to open my home every year and be like, all right, I'm going to do a big dinner. And then like two kids show up and I'm like, all right, fine. But, but at least it was open. You know what I'm saying? So at least I know six or seven kids that couldn't say they ain't had nowhere to go because I opened my home. Uh, and then because of the pandemic, I stopped. <laughs> but that's another story. But I'll make you a meal and drop it off. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, but you get what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, make sure you open your homes. At least if you can't be a foster parent, that's okay, too. I will tell you this. If you have a lot of love in your heart, you have a good family, um, no crazies, no perverted, weirdo, psycho, you know, that type of crazy. Um you know, a home is better than being in a group home. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that hands down, it's better because you can learn values. You learn about family structure. You learn about community. I learned about my community um, because I was a foster kid. Uh, and luckily my town, you know, Chappaqua, Bedford, all the surrounding area, Katona, um, you know, you, you get in where you fit in. And so when you come from Brooklyn and you come up to these little suburban parts, you either get in and fit in or you become a troublemaker. And most people, most children will fall right in line, uh, which is brilliant. You know, at first I was like, oh boy, how's this kid going to make out coming from, you know, let's say from the worst project and like, I'm making it up, Harlem to um, Katona, or Bedford Hills. Uh, at first I was like, oh my God, there's tragedy. But then I started looking around and seeing that the kids actually, they upped their game because, you know, there's certain things that, that, families require, not saying they don't require them there either, but in the particular places that these kids were taken from, it was kind of up in there, moms on drugs or whatever the situation is. Um, but the community made them kind of step up their game without telling them to step up the game. So if I'm around everybody and they're striving to go to college, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm probably going to want to go to college too. But if they're like, yeah, I think I'll just sit around and I'm going to sell all day and I'm going to do this and I'm just going to do nothing. Um, that's probably what you want to do. Show me your best five friends. And that's probably what you're going to be doing, whatever that is. Uh, so if you can help a foster child, do it. Even if it's just a mentor, if you own a company to give them a job and show them how to run a company, whatever it is, whatever it is, anything helps tutoring, pay for the books, uh, give them a, a Starbucks gift card or what, give me somebody else. I don't know, target, whatever you want, gift card so that they can have money for CVS if they need to, to buy uh Tylenol for their monthly, whatever. I mean, I could think of toothpaste, toothbrushes. There's so many things you could be helping with if you can. That's all. Uh, so that's one topic. Um, so what's the, let me see. I think I'm going to show you um, one of my crazy videos first. We'll go to Sketch City first. And then uh, we're going to end with... Uh, what are you doing about your mental health this, this month? Have you done anything great for yourself? Uh, we'll end with that, but let me just take you to a video first. Okay. So here we go. Um, and I'll be right back. I got two. Um, and actually I have a song. Um, actually I'm going to debut one of my daughter's song. She might not like it, but I don't care. Okay. So first I'm going to do, I'm going to do this, um, video that I, we did, uh, with sketch city. I'm going to do two videos and a song, and then I'll be right back to end it with mental health. All right. Let's see if I can get this right, guys. Give me a second. Let's see. Um, okay. Here we go. Hello, I'm Flash Flood, and I'm honored to have as our guest 
the famous comedian and TV star, Yellen Degenerate. Hello, Yellen. Hi! How's it going out there, Flash Flood? Very well, Yellen. Yellen, congratulations on the 3,400 episode of your TV show. Oh, thank you so much. That 3,400 times 10 shows that I've been able to treat myself like crap. Dylan, any plans for after your TV show? Well, after my TV show, Portia and I plan on traveling all over the world so that we can treat more people like crap. And Yellen, any advice for aspiring young comedians? Well, sure. I mean, <laughs> one is you got to learn how to dance and dance it up. You got to learn how to project your voice, okay, and treat your staff like crap. <laughs> That's it, Flash Flood. That's it for me. Thanks, Yellen. Thank you, Flash. We'll talk soon. Shalom. My name is Esther. And I'm Abraham. And we're 2JC. Shalom, Esther. Shalom. Shalom, 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 Abraham. Listen, did you get my bagels? Esther, you should know from what happened to me today when I went to get your Fakarka bagels. You should never know from such a thing. What happened? I went to get your bagels. All they had was chocolate chip, blueberry, Jalapeno, anti-Semitic Nazi bagels. I won't buy Nazi bagels, Esther. No Nazi bagels. No. Did you get in any locks? Esther, I couldn't get locks, but I got your keys. Oh, you got the key to my heart, Abraham. Listen, we're supposed to be a picture-perfect couple, but I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Right now, I'm going to tell you something. If you don't bring back my locks and my bagels, we're not going to hang anymore. We're not going to hang. You can't do it. I cannot do it. Okay? So you got to go. Oy vey, Esther. Oy vey is there. Oy vey is right. Come on. Help your husband. You'll get my bagels. I need my bagels. Oh, such a thing I've never known before, Esther. Such sorus. Oy vey. Oy vey. Go get my bagels. Or we're not going to hang anymore. Hey, welcome back. You're watching On the Talent. I'm your host, Tanya. Yes, that was Sketch City. Thank you, Tony Viagra, for that uh, lovely sketch. Um, and uh, it was Mercedes that did the editing. Thank you very much. Uh, so we'll be bringing you much more uh, Sketch City. That's right. It, it's Sketch City time. So thank you very much for checking that out. Um, so, so what are we ending on? We're ending on two things. Um, first, what are you guys doing about your mental health piece? Uh, Cause there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I hope that we are all out here. Um, hey, Tony, I hope that we're all out here making sure that we are checking on each other and checking on our mental health status. And don't think for one minute that this is over. Uh, and um, for those who think it is, it's not. And there's still people who are still depressed and even more depressed because it, you know we thought after everybody gets their little whatever uh, that everything was going to be okie dokie, and it still isn't. And they're still putting down laws and rules and regulations. Oh my gosh, it's a, it's so annoying at this point. Uh, but steadfast, hold on and hold out. Uh, do what you got to do for you, for you, not for anybody else, but for you. So first I want to say one, one of the things, one, some of the things you guys can put in the chat, what's some of the things you guys are doing to check your mental health and make sure you're fine and that your friends and families are fine. Okay. So uh, one of the things I see here, uh, 
one of the things you can do is talk about your feelings, okay? Um, it's good for you to really let it out and talk, whatever that is, whatever that looks like. You know, if something's bothering you, if uh, there's things going on that you don't agree with, uh, it's good to talk it out, okay? So talking is good. I don't care what anybody says. They say I talk too much, but guess what? Homegirl gets all her stuff out. I get my stuff out. I don't hold it in, suppress it, so then it turns into something else. That's not good. Um, two, are you keeping active, guys? Are you out there kidding? I'm on the bike. I mean, I'm out here biking in these streets, okay? Not, And I'm not biking with a mask. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. Uh, unless I'm somebody's right in my face, I don't, I'm not doing that. Because uh, biking is supposed to be about getting your oxygen here, fresh air. So I try to bike in places and locations where there is nobody. Uh, I try to walk where there's nobody. I try to take the back side road, whatever road I can get, uh, just so I can keep, I love the fresh air. I don't really like wearing masks too much. I wear them when I go in public places, but I, I'm not a fan of them. So uh, I try to do everything that I don't have. So I'll go walk up the mountain because uh, I know nobody will be up there. That's more my speed right now. Uh, so that's one. Keep active. Got to have a body that's moving is a body that's not probably likely less likely to be sick. Um, that's one. Two, eating well. What did we just talk about? Eating. What are you eating? What is in your diet? Are you going to McDonald's every week? You go to Burger King every week? Mm. Are you eating French fries? Mm -hmm. I can tell by that gut. Mm -hmm. I know because I had one. Yes. You got to think about that stuff because those are heart cloggers. I hate to tell you, you know, some of that foods processed GMO, all that oil. Ooh, you do not want no Crisco oil, honey. Them clog up your arteries and heart to be like, you hear that? That's how, that's how your arteries be all hard and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Heart disease is real people. Okay. It is real. And it's out here killing us more than any flu and more than any virus, more than anything, heart disease, diabetes, after effects are killing us at such a higher rate than you would absolutely imagine. I wish they would do uh, um, a billboard in Times Square of all the people that die every minute of heart disease, um, you know, or ailments directly derived from foods, okay? So high blood pressure, strokes, um, all that stuff, derivative of what we eat. You know what I'm saying? If you're 90 and that happens, who cares? 90, we don't care, right? We're like, I'm 90, I'm good. My great-grandfather's both lived to be 100. They were good. They didn't care about thrombosis or whatever was the problem. Who cares? They lived to do everything they wanted to in Louisiana. And tall, skinny men did everything they wanted to do. Not a problem. They had no problem getting in a bed, went to sleep, just didn't wake up. That's a beautiful story. But when you're 50, 39, huh? What? Like the hockey player that died the other day. What's his name? Some famous... You see, famous hockey player. I don't have his name here, but um, he just dropped dead. I was like, 31, hmm? father of three, healthy pro athlete. That doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. I'm just saying, watch what you're eating because you are what you eat. So if you eat all that processed food, all that milk, ugh, causes pus and mucus in the body. I'm just saying, um, sodas, ew. Who's still drinking sodas out here in these streets? Are you really serious right now? Unless it was like a ginger ale because your stomach was upset. Okay, I might say. But Coca-Cola's and all them stuffs. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, like, if you want to sponsor me, Coca-Cola, no problem. But if not, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Uh, <laughs> I am a comedian, so forgive me for sometimes. I just have a little Tourette's moment. Um, uh, they say drink sensibly, but I think alcohol is not good at no matter how I cut it. It's nice. Like I right now, I'm craving. <laughs> 
a certain drink that I won't say from uh, some margarita, I think it is from uh, somewhere over here local. They have the best margarita. It's so good. And, and actually one of my friends make a healthy one. I was like, who does that? It's like thyme or some, some crap in it. But I was like, whoa, this is really cucumber something. I don't know. So they make it sound like more, more appealing for somebody like me. But the truth is alcohol weakens your lower, excuse me, not weakens, lowers your immune system. How about that? So, so it won't kill you, I'm sure, because a lot of people are still alive. Uh, but it's not the best look uh, in during flu season and, and like times where people are getting sick. Mm, not sure if I want to be out drinking every night, you know, for a party, a birthday, New Year's. Eh, all right, whatever. If you're legal age, whatever. Um, another thing you can do: keep in touch. Like so many people, like I've been trying to call people and they ain't even call me back, or they say they're gonna come back and ain't call me back, or they just be like. I don't really talk to anybody. I'm like, well, dude, how are you going to somebody you drop dead and ain't nobody going to know because you don't keep in touch with nobody. So you need to let your people know what you're doing. Let them know when you've been, you know, uh, inoculated. Um, you know, if you've had some blood work test, um, if you, oh, you did. Okay. I'm going to check that out. You know, if you had tests done, if you got surgery coming up, you should let your friends know or your family or somebody know, because guess what? When it's time to go and check out, everybody's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. How did I, uh, I have no idea. You need to be checking right now. Now's the time to be checking, keeping in touch uh, and ask for help. If you need help, you need to ask your family or friends. Now there's people that you built a relationship, not just last minute, call somebody out of the blue and be like, hey, can you help me? No, that's not how that works. If you want to have a relationship, you must build the ship to have the relations. Got that? So you don't just pop up out of nowhere and be like, hey, can you give me $500? No, can't do that. Sorry. Okay, so you had to have been there for somebody for them to be there for you. Remember that. Um, but you want to, you know, you want to keep in touch. That's the first start. Like, you you know, if you keep in touch with everybody every year and all of a sudden you come up and there's a problem, everybody's going to be like, oh, we got to help her because they've been informed and they've been in your life, but you can't just pop up out of nobody's life. So that's one. I would keep in touch. Um, and I would ask for help if I need it. Um, and another thing, learn this. This is so important. Learn to take a break, honey. Put the clock on and say, bye world. I got to go away for a minute. I'll be back. See you next year. Uh, whenever that is, uh, I took my break, you know, I went to see my grandson. So it was a nice break. Oh, so nice. I could have stayed there forever. Um, quite frankly, I would have liked to have gone to Tahiti, but that's okay. Next time, next time Tahiti, here I come, you know, um, but take a break, learn to take a break in all seriousness. You've got to learn to say, no, can't help you. I've had three or four people ask me to help them write a book. And I said, I'll never do that again. What I will do for you is consult on writing a book and you will have to pay me because the last people that I helped, they did not seem grateful at all. And so I exhausted all my energy and my time for nothing. So you don't have to learn to say, no, I can't do it and take a break. Those are the two things. I would definitely learn to do. I've learned to do very well, actually. Um, learn to take a break and say no, because sometimes it's even if it's your mama, if it's your daddy, whoever it is, no matter who it is, uh, sometimes people can really overstress you. Like you have to go do this, you have to go do that. And it's like, no, I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to do anything. I can sit in my room and do yoga, breathe in my nose. 
out my mouth all day long if I want to. Like, that's what I can do because that's what I can for me, you know. So you have to learn to take your break, go do your yoga, do your 15 minute walk, do your Tai Chi, whatever you got to do to make yourself go get a massage, right? Get your nails done, did whatever it is that makes you feel good. For me, I like to take a walk. That's my thing. I like to take a good 45 minute walk that kills any problem I thought I had. Uh, it takes care of it. Um, or I put on some Abraham Hicks. I put on some Tony Robbins. I put on Les Brown, um, Zig Ziglar, whatever his name is. I put on whoever it's going to make my head go, yes, that's it. You know, so learn to do that. Learn to take 15 minutes. Also, if you, if you are a writer at all, you like to write at all, the best exercise I do every day, five days a week, is I take 15 minutes, put my clock on. I have a class that I'm in. I write for 15 minutes. I don't care who comes to the door, who comes to the thing. Don't talk to me. I am writing. Thank you. Do that. 15 minutes a day. And you can write about anything. I write screenplays, but you can write about anything. It could be about the dog went to the cat and the cat went to the dog. It could be anything. It will teach you how to get all the junk out. So when you get ready to really write, you're ready. Okay? And it's good for relieving stress. Um... And last thing, do something that you're good at. So then you feel good about yourself, right? So, you know, um, you know, don't be out here trying to hang glide and you know you're a rollerblader. Like, really? You know, do something you're really good at that you know nobody else can do. You play the violin, you sing, you write, um, you know, I don't know, you know, you fix cars, um, you know, you sew, whatever it is. Do something that you're good at because that will boost you right away to know that like, look, I did that. Yeah, I, I did that. It was me, just me, my, myself, right? So I want you guys to remember to take good care of your mental health. I'm gonna say hello to a couple of you before I check out. Uh, let's see who we got. Grandma, what's up, grandma? What's good? Hey, grandma, Norma, we miss you, baby. Who we got? Joe, Joe, I ain't seen you in a while. How are you? I saw your beautiful daughter. My God, she's gorgeous. You got to keep the shotgun ready because she's gorgeous, okay? That's all I'm going to say. She's gorgeous. Um, yes, uh, be safe with food. Yes, we have to eat eat correctly. That's it. That's all. A lot of people don't know that. Got to eat eat to live, people. Eat to live, not because there's food. Eat what? When you shop, you should be asking yourself, what's that in the Garden of Eden? And most likely you're going to say, no, the chips was not. No, the cookies, the, uh, what do you call them cookies? The Stouffer's, whatever cookies were not there. No, the Reese's peanut butter was not there. Uh, no, the cow milk was not there. Uh, uh, I don't think they had cows then. And even Africa didn't have cows. I can't believe they'd be eating cows. I'm like, ew. But uh, whatever. Uh, used to work for Coke Company back in the day. You saw how much sugar was in. I know the sugar. That's what I'm talking about, Anthony. Sugar causes cancers and other illnesses. That's what I'm saying. I cut sugar out. There's only one last sin I have, and that's my my uh, Belgium chocolate bar um, with the hazelnuts. Uh, that's my biggest sin that I still have. That's why I said 96% or 95, whatever. That's the other percentage is that thing. Um, now, you know. There's some things you still always crave. Like, I don't really care about chicken anymore because I, when I make it for the dog, I'd be like, uh, but there's some things I still in my head wonder if I'd be tempted if I was around it, like a good old Mexican-made steak with some cilantro. I'd be like, whoa. But so far, I've been able to resist all temptation. Uh, I've been doing pretty good. So, And I'm going to do another detox, actually. Uh, but it's going to be um, um, I can still eat fruit. 
um, so that so I, there's a part to it. It won't be just no food. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but anyway, that's it for you guys. And I'm going to um, end with a song, a uh, song that my daughter did. Uh, and uh, you guys check out her site. Check her out on TikTok, on uh, Coop de Loop. Uh, make sure you check her out. Okay. And I'm going to play. And let's see if I can get, I have to get myself off the screen to play it. I think, let me see. I'm going to get it off. Okay, guys. And uh, when I come back, uh, we'll end. Okay. Baby, I'm drunk. Only another cup won't love you like I do. Baby, I'm known that we can't live in the past. But the past is all I see. And why you got to make me wait? Why you give my love away every day? And she could probably take my place. She could probably take my yeah, I was running to God, but yeah, even praying to God, but yeah, but even I'm God alone, cause I'm choosing you instead, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Hi, so that was Tatiana. Check her out, Coop de Loop on TikTok. Check her out; she's making her music, doing her thing. Uh, and last but not least, let me see who I can remember to tell you: um, if you're out and you're looking for books to read, check out uh, magician, comedian, uh, co-host of Five Black Comics, Kevin Lee's book, um, "Playing with Fire." Oh, there it is, right there. I got it. And uh, and check out my book, "Surviving Foster Care and Making It Work for You" on Amazon. Okay. Um, all the proceeds go to our aged out foster youth. And I have a new book coming out. Uh, it's a gratitude journal. Okay. So look out for it. Cause girls, it's got a brown girl on the cover. Like, like so. Okay. Well, actually she looks like she have a weed, but whatever. It's okay. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be sending you a link for that when it comes out. Uh, who's this? Uh, let's see who's saying hi over here. Oh, thank you, Anthony. Oh, yeah, you liked it? Thank you. So I'll tell Tatiana the, the big up to this song there. Big up to this song there. Um, so I, I don't know if I told you guys the good news, too. I found some family. Woo, 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 woo. On my father's side, I am so ecstatic. Okay. I think I found my half-sister, so I'm so excited. Um, and I'll be keeping you posted on that. Um, but either way, it's nice when you find family because... I thought I was an alien for a while there, guys, but thank God, praise God, I'm not an alien. Uh, so that's good. And uh, so, so far I found a brother and I found some sisters. I'm excited. Um, and I already had my sister, so I'm happy I had that. I'm glad I found her. Thank God. Um, so I'm excited. It's been a good year. Uh, now, if I could just find my baby brother, Mark, say mom, then I'd be happy as crap. Um, so let's see. I'm going to keep my eye out and pray. Uh, please go to On the Town with Tanya, like and subscribe. Hit that button. Bing, 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 bing. Hit that bell. Okay. And you'll be notified when I go live. In the meantime, Sunday, I have um, filmmaker Hassan uh, will be with us. Um, and this movie is called Zahara. Is Azara, I can't say it right. Um, and so I'm excited. Uh, he is awesome. And um, he'll be joining us from London via Zoom on Sunday's show. Okay. So in the meantime, guys, it's so good to see you. I thank you guys so much for taking time out to come back here and check me out. I appreciate you really seriously every week. I really do. And I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. And if you ever want to advertise on here, you hit me up, inbox me, let me know. And I got you till next time.